Happy New Year. Or, no, it will be a new year for everyone by the time I post this. So, Happy New Year. I'm your host, Soggy Socks. Welcome back. Or, welcome. Shout out to Brussels, uh, Germany for being the number one area that listens to my small little podcast. Um, I'm not sure what the fuck y'all see in me. Um... You probably don't see anything. It's just maybe more heavily, like, advertiser. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, it's interesting seeing where, like, different people listen from. And there's quite a few people from the States, which is surprising. So, (laughs) I was thinking, okay, like, let me think of what topic I'm going to do. I'm being more consistent with my podcast uploads. So like, that's really great. Um, doing better in that department, I guess. And today for me, when I, at the time of recording this, is going to be um, New Year's Eve. So there's a couple of milestones that I've reached this year. A couple I've definitely missed. And some areas in my life where I've over-delivered and under-delivered. And I think it's a good time for me to reflect. Even though this podcast has been, like, it's pretty small. It's not something that I have been completely focused on. But having it has actually helped me talk to the inner self and reflect on things and have discussions amongst myself. I sound like a psycho, but just to reevaluate how I process things, how I reacted to things. And at the start, this podcast, the first episode was really different, I think, um, compared to how other ones progressed. Mostly because, like, it came from a place where I was feeling super down. And I guess, like, when I have, like, the world against my everything, like, just my whole being, <laughs> I I come out with things that are a lot more creative and effective to get messages across. Whereas, like, when I overthink it and I sit down and I think about stuff too much... I sabotage it in ways that I couldn't even, I I don't know, I couldn't even explain to you. Like, there's just something about me, like, sitting and percolating the idea and not going about it that, like, probably comes from being insecure and unsure, especially, like, in my state of mind. Like, I've recently come to terms with the fact that I'm someone that cannot function in, like, a lot of noise and a lot of people talking and discussing and stuff like that. But when it comes to, like, a situation where, like, my life is on the line or I need to make a choice, like, very, very, like, quickly um, because, like, there's a sudden pressure from, like, an external source or even for myself, like, it's, like, life or death, I am most likely going to think very quickly and very fast about it and probably make a very correct choice. And this shows up for me a lot when I 
have like lived with my family, gone to like celebrations. Um, I've been driving on the road, for example. That's a really great one. Like there will be like a danger or a hazard. And I don't really have to think much. I can react very fast. But if you, <laughs> if anyone's from Twitch listening, if you give me a game and you want me to play a game and you need me to focus and you need me to like, I don't know, like, it's going to sound like very specific, but you need me to kill uh, a fish <laughs> by blocking arrows in a certain pattern, I will most likely be really bad at it <laughs> because I'm overthinking my next move. I'm overthinking what's happening. I'm seeing the arrows. I'm seeing so much and then I just get overwhelmed and I completely cannot do it. I have to repeatedly do something over and over again until it becomes like a habit almost. I've noticed with myself like it's really hard for me to um, do something without seeing someone else do it. And, like, especially for games, because I'm not watching how the person's moving their fingers when they're doing it. I'm just watching them, like, successfully beat it. Like, I will have some success because I can see, like, the patterns they're doing. But it's not as, it's not as, like, effective as, like, real life situations where, like, if I was going to potentially get into, like, a car accident or something and there's, like, a slippery road or something... My reaction time would be a lot more effective and thought out than playing an online game, which is sad. I like, and I feel like that's something definitely I should work on, that's something to tackle. But my therapist is really, my therapist probably doesn't get paid enough to deal with me, which is kind of fun. Anyways, so I thought to talk about. A couple of things that are going to scare me this year. I want to talk about what's going to uh, really like put me on edge and kind of create um, discomfort for me in ways that I probably have never felt because I've never experienced this kind of thing before. So, and then at the end of it, I'll, I'll go through some, some positives maybe, <laughs> but I think I think I I just wanted to deliver an episode today that kind of like like shows like hey like you know if you're in a position right now where you're ending off 2022 not where you want it to be but you've also felt like it's where you need to be it's not where you wanted but it's it's how things played out and you're you're actually quite comfortable comfortable with like where you're at you just kind of wish there was something else to push you outside of your comfort zone I hope that then this episode can be relatable to that feeling because that's how kind of I feel I feel like I'm in a perfect place for a different version of myself that I wasn't even expecting to be and I think that happens every year but more so like ever since COVID happened and um people have just been more or less um, disinterested in kind of goal setting and, and getting things done. It's like everyone wants to live in the moment, which is which is really good, I think. And it's almost a step up for me 
at least people in my close circle. They seem to be wanting to live in the present more instead of making these goals for the future that might not even be certain and sometimes unrealistic. Like, for example, like planning like this grand big old trip somewhere when you know financially you probably don't have that money to do in six months time or in a year's time because you're in a career change or something like that. Like, so, you know, it's a new year resolution. Um, things are very hard to achieve mostly because they're more like, they're more like intended, I think, to uh, excite us rather than be realistic. And I, I find myself, like, every year, I even have, like, little notebooks, little, like, notes I found around my apartment as I've been cleaning slowly, like, trying to, like, organize my place where, like, I make goals, like, oh, I'm going to lose this much weight, I'm going to be super fit, I'm going to have uh, this much money, I'm going to have this career, I'm going to do this, 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 and, like, it would be, like, this long list, and, like, I we'll see in photos and pictures because I don't know if a lot of people have this, but like on Google, like photos, for example, they'll like show you like images of what you did last year and what your life looked like last year. And then all the memories come flooding back. And I'm like, I was in no position to be making any decision about career, about finances. I wasn't ready (laughs) enough. And you just feel disappointed in yourself, I think. You beat yourself up a lot if you can't reach those goals. And then it sets up the year as looking like as if it was such a horrible and horrendous year and that you did absolutely nothing and you're just a complete failure and nothing is ever going to work out because you don't know how to set your priorities straight. If you just worked harder, you could do a lot better. And that's not where I want my energy to go. I don't think I want anyone's energy to go that direction, especially 2023. I want everyone to like be at peace with what was and then move forward into the new year, into the new um, shifts in their lives as, as something positive, you know? I think we need to be more optimistic about what we have done and what we haven't done. And like, even though you haven't done something, just think of all the great things, all the doors and opportunities you've opened for yourself, even though you weren't doing what you thought you needed to do or you may have needed to do for yourself. Like, doing the bare minimum is not going to get you very far. That's not what I'm saying, but I feel as though sometimes we think we're doing the bare minimum when we're really like we're putting our energy into something else. Like, yes, we can be avoidant of things, but I think it's okay. Give yourself some grace and understand that you're just doing the best you can. And as long as you can look back and reflect on your actions, then you'll be really good. Anyways, this is really long. (laughs) Why am I like this? So the first thing, um, I reached a milestone. I wanted to talk about it. I just finished watching this like video. I didn't know who Cutie Cinderella is. So if some of you don't know that that are tuning in, I also stream on Twitch. It's it's something new. Um it's not new actually. I've I streamed on Twitch before I actually started the podcast. But Twitch was something that was very occasional, very hobby like and it still is a hobby to me. It's not really anything I'd like to 
take seriously as a career. I think if it comes as like that, like, okay, great, whatever. But it's, it's also like, I can already tell Twitch is like more of a headache than I think like it's worth sometimes. Especially from like streamers that I've seen. So if I was watching like, anyone know who Anthony Padilla is? I, I like to watch his uh, YouTube series where he sits down and talks to people where he spends a day with someone um, and ask them questions like they could be uh, a serial killer or something and he'll like sit down with them for a day ask them questions and so he was sitting down with a, a streamer called cutie cinderella i'm not big on streamers i don't really know even though i stream on twitch i actually am not very involved in the twitch community um very seldom and if i do know streamers they're all like small streamers like me for example and um Apparently, she had created this award show, and she's a female streamer, if that wasn't obvious. And she actually is dating a streamer I actually do watch, um, unironically, really. His name is Ludwig. Now everyone's probably going, ah, Ludwig. Okay, so, like, he is really great. I've just just recently, like, through through the year, have been introduced to his content. I think he's really great at, at telling stories. I think he's really funny and humorous. And um, I had no idea that Cutie Cinderella was his um, uh, girlfriend. However, she was like saying that she gets introduced a lot out of the time, like as his girlfriend, because she's a female. She's like an accessory. Like that's what she like said it. Like as in, you know, if you're a female streamer, which <coughs> I am, doesn't matter what you do, you get either sexualized or you get kind of like put on the back burner. And if you have a significant other that is a male, most of the time you feel like you're introduced as that person's partner before your actual own career. And I think from what I've observed on Twitch that I would say there's some validity to her statement. Of course, I haven't watched enough Twitch to really like go in depth and have a solid opinion of my own on it. But basically this is what she was saying. So um for me, it a little bit scared me and off put me because I've been on the debate for a little bit of whether I should do um like streams where I have a VTuber so it's more interactive and it's less like not me on the screen. The only reason I don't stream with my face is not because I'm shy. I'm camera shy. I'm really not. Uh, The only difference uh, that it it has for me is it gives me the comfort to not have people I know in real life see me stream. There's just something very uncomfortable about people in real life seeing me stream. Um, I don't know. I grew up with a lot of, like teasing and also I would tease people as well and so like I don't know I feel like there's just something uncomfortable like it was a very very judgmental way of growing up and so I just if if people who know me see me stream I just feel like I'm getting judged um and I'm guilty as well because I I am like that as well like or well I was like that And I I think I mentioned it in one of my episodes about friendship is like, I was a complete asshole. (laughs) 
<laughs> growing up. Um, and, you know, not putting my face online is just something like that makes me feel a little comfy. I can be more myself because when I had to like show up and be part of these friend groups or like, you know, be in school, I felt like I had to present myself in a certain way in order to be liked. And the way that I am online, I don't think is the same way that I was in person. So like, like the way that I am online and now, so like I don't have the same friends actually like as, as I did in high school. So a lot of people know me in a different way. They know me as a lot nicer. <laughs> they know me as a, as a chill, non-judgmental, um, and it's not to say that I haven't sinned in the past and, like, I'm trying to cover up my trail. Like, I don't want to cover up my trail. I want to take full ownership for stuff that I've done, of course. But I also know that there are people in my friends from before that they have not outgrown their pettiness and their convolutedness. And I feel like it's just a headache because there's one particular person who is very drama centric and she would swear to god that she would would never she would swear on her family's life that she was she is not dramatic at all and that she's just speaking truth and that she doesn't cause problems she just keeps to herself and she's probably one of the most toxic people <laughs> that i met and i I don't know. I feel as though uh, if someone like her, for example, would come and like see like how I am, she would go and talk about it. And like, I know words don't mean anything and what people think of you don't mean a lot. I know that, but I don't at the same time because there's something, it's the emotional connection I have with this, this female that makes it very uncomfortable. I don't know. It's something I'd have to look at. We'll see where streaming takes me. If it if I feel more like comfortable with the idea of like streaming with just me, then I would do it. But after like seeing Cutie Cinderella's interview, I felt like, oh, that's something I'm scared of. Um, I don't think that I want to be overly sexualized. Like I like making sexual innuendos, but I don't think I would like that. And because I'm a heavier girl. I run the risk automatically just to be like told I'm ugly, fat, should lose weight, all this kind of like unnecessary like feedback on my lifestyle. So I just would prefer not because even though like people are super nice, there's a lot of stuff people don't know that I go through. So if they don't listen to my podcast, they have no idea about like my mental health and I don't have to always tell people or explain to people my situation and I don't expect people to explain theirs to me. I just expect them to be respectful of my lifestyle and like my choices and if they have criticisms or they have feedback that they like do it in a very tasteful way rather than just put me down or like make fun of me for like stuff. It's just not gonna work their way and I might end up roasting them back and making them cry. That's usually what would happen, um, especially when I'm on the defensive for things like. Uh, so, you know, I, well, if anyone's on the defensive, you usually get into that state. So it just is how it is. I just wish people would be a little more open minded to uh, different people's looks and appearances. And like, you don't know 
what someone is going through and you don't understand like uh, what kind of lifestyle they have to live their financial situation impacts a lot of things the stress the trauma all kinds of things so like people should just be more mindful of that and I just am afraid that like putting myself on the screen will open up more shit that I need to deal with and talk to my therapist about (laughs) I really just don't need more stuff Now, having a VTuber, for example, is a little more fun. However, I feel like there's an upkeep that that has to be said about that. First of all, designing and making sure that it's a workable character and it's something that, like, actually functions during streams and doesn't crash the, the stream. It's an investment, I feel like. And if I was to be a VTuber, like, I would need to definitely get a better setup. I think it definitely is a safer option as well, but it does close a couple doors for people knowing who I am and, like, having, like, uh, I don't know, a connection? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not, though. Who knows? That's not an avenue I've really, like, thought out through, but it's definitely one that I feel is safer in, in general compared to, like, putting your actual face on the internet. So I've done a few streams where I've been like in person and like I've sat in front of my laptop and it's usually either because like I can't think of anything to watch or I just, there's nothing else really like to do. Like, um, just talk. I'm just in a talking mood. There's no point. Or, uh, we were doing like, try not like you laugh, you lose one day and just dance and like those kinds of situations I would like put my face but it would be nice to have a VTuber again. I did have one for a little bit and it was fun but like my stream kept crashing so not sure if it was really worth it but yeah Uh, another part of the Twitch thing is like I'm not sure and I'm terrified I really am of more people coming in (laughs) I know this is gonna sound like really um counterproductive because you want views and you want people to see you but like the more people that come into the community the more that I'm like whoa I have a lot of people that I have to at least uh like I feel obliged to like acknowledge because I don't want to leave anyone out I really hate the feeling of being left out I've always been left out of things growing up and especially like with my friend group talking about them like and all the all the friendship drama. Uh, I've just been excluded from things because people thought I was like too weird or not good enough to do them or like um, untalented. Um, and it makes you feel really down. And so if I could have people feel like they're special, I I would like, but it's it gets harder the more people that are coming in and out. But At the same time, it would be really nice to have more people because more people could feel more welcomed, but I'm not sure what that would look like. I'm not sure how I can possibly acknowledge every single person without getting overwhelmed or, um, I don't know. It's just, I, it's just something that I think would be very difficult for me. Uh, but it's a challenge that I am, I am a hundred percent willing to take if my channel for some reason has more people coming in and out of it or and um hanging out i have a discord server there's people in it 
I think that's a great way to also like make people feel good because I don't always have to like be on stream and like acknowledge them. I can just like ask them how their day was like all through Discord, which is really nice. Or other people can start talking together and like building like friendships and community that way. Another thing that I mentioned um, is like like last night to someone that I was in the Discord call with and uh, a couple of people throughout my Twitch journey so far um, is that I don't think that I want to make online friends my real like like friends and it sounds mean when I when I think about it it might not sound mean but it I just for me I feel like I sound like a bitch I just don't want to make more friends because I'm already having a hard time appreciating the ones that I have and I've had this struggle for a while. Like, my last episode was just about me shitting on someone <laughs> who wanted to give me uh, gifts. So, if that doesn't tell you I'm not ready for more relationships, I don't know what will. Um, and I just, what, like, you know, I like people. I want to understand them. But, I, like... I'm okay getting to know the person on a deeper level, but at some point you do need to, like, reveal a bit about yourself as well in order to, like, establish that connection very well with the person. And I'm not sure if that's the right move for me to do with every single person that comes in and out of stream because guess what? At the end of the day, I don't actually really know anyone and they don't really know me. I just want to be able to, like, vent about things and I hope people can vent about things as well to me like when i'm streaming or in discord or at least come and hang out when they need to get like away from stuff and have it be fun i don't want anyone to get like their feelings involved and you know having like like get hurt because they don't answer a message and that's something i struggle with a lot is like answering text from like at, like friends and stuff and uh, at the end of the day, I'm just a person. I'm one human being. I can't possibly have 500 connections. It sounds like I have a lot of people. But, like, when you have seven or eight people that you already neglect in your real life, you're, like, I, I start to get scared because I'm not taking care of myself. I'm a very, very easy person to become a people pleaser. And I just am really afraid to lose myself again and, like, people please for people on Discord or stream. Like, for example, like, playing games that I don't want to play. I don't want to do that to myself. I don't want to, like, do things that I don't want to do, you know, just to make people entertain or happy. It's just not something that I, I think will make me want to stay as a Twitch streamer for very long if I continue to do things like that. Uh, not that I have. Um, there's, just, there's just, like, this this thing, though, like, where people don't understand. Like, I, like, I genuinely might not be entertained by something. And unfortunately, that's just how it goes. People have different tastes and interests. I'm not going to shit on, like, stuff called <laughs> Minecraft. But I just don't <laughs> I don't I'm not I'm not like not gonna completely turn it off and say like I'm not gonna play games like <laughs> Minecraft but 
it will it's not something i'm looking at at the very moment it's not something i'm interested putting in time and effort to understanding when i'm already trying to understand other things um my brain gets excited about certain things and and other things not so much so that's that's another thing that scares me another (laughs) it's just we're just talking about twitch this this time around but here's another thing is also uh, I literally as of today was invited to become an affiliate for Twitch. Yay, congratulations, blah, 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 blah. So that's something that's really special, I guess. I don't see it having much monetary value for me as I would prefer to be a smaller streamer. Um, I think it would be far more overwhelming to have people subbing to me and then feeling guilty that they're giving me money when they really shouldn't. And if I could turn off subs, I don't know if that's a possibility, but if I could, I would. Um, because making the money off there would help. But again, it's only like a penny or something. A penny or something like a day. Or like uh, per use of like bits or something, which are like these things that people do on chat. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Twitch is really like. It's just all confusing for me. <laughs> but yeah, like there's ways to make money which without people like actually put giving me money. It's just like I'm worried about it in a way. Like I know, you know, it's weird. Listen, if I can't take a gift from someone, <laughs> if I can't take an actual gift from people, how do you think I'm going to feel about taking people's fucking money? <laughs> I'm going to feel fucking awful. Unless I'm offering a service that's entertaining to someone and it's like I'm going out of my way, which really, to be very frank with you, I'm not doing anything special on stream. There's nothing special about my streams. So I I don't know. There's just something about it that's uncomfortable. Um I've, I think I've mentioned it on here, but I'm not sure. But I 100% want to become an affiliate just because maybe, um, like, having a few extra dollars will help. I'm not sure, though, because to get to... You, you only get cash out at, like, $100. So, like, it might not even be really, like, worth it at the end of the day. But if it's... Because I'm streaming so much, like, I spend... What were my Twitch numbers? Like, I actually, like, spent quite a bit of time streaming um, when I was doing, like, my Twitch review or something like that. And um, I thought it was very interesting because I didn't think that I was, like, streaming for that long. And um, it was shocking to me to to um, to see, like, how many freaking hours I put in. God damn. Hold on, I I would just really would like to dive into that for one second here. So, I don't know what this is, but, um, for some reason it actually goes to my, like, spam as well, like, anything from stream. So funny. Um... Okay, so, like, for example, like, my stream summary. I streamed one day 14 hours. I've done, in one month, almost, like, 50 hours worth of streaming. Which is quite a bit. I Especially because I work a full-time job. 
and I really should not be spending this much time online. There is actually this freaking uh, Instagram reel that caught me off guard and I was so offended because the algorithm is really coming from my ass. And um, it was just like signs of depression and <laughs> it felt so... It felt very uh, much so like it was made for me, which was kind of rude. I wonder if I can find it that way like it is. What are subtle subtle signs of depression that most people ignore here? I'm going to play this so that everyone can enjoy this. Their car is a mess. They procrastinate anything small or major. They avoid even minorly unpleasant scenarios. They lack a routine. Their diet is poor and they either eat too much or not enough. They overindulge in video games or streaming or uh, similar activities to escape uh, reality. There it is. They neglect their responsibilities and loved ones, often slowly yep. and unknowingly. Yep. They suffer from a memory deficit. They suffer yep. from fatigue. They lack motivation. They sleep <laughs> We've too talked much about and that. struggle to fall asleep. Yeah. Some- yeah. So those are some subtle signs, <laughs> which I have all of them. Those are very subtle. So subtle that it's my lifestyle. That's something, again, like, I'm afraid of, okay? So, I'm going into this new year, okay? Forget Twitch for a second. I also am a foster kid, so here's the thing. I get a... um, a Can't talk. I get a certain amount given to me every month to help offset the cost of living, which is really nice. Uh, It was supposed to end when I was 21 years old. I'm 23 right now. It's really been great because it's helped me through a lot of situations. However, my mental health decline has been so awful and abrupt and sudden in spikes of emotional changes that I couldn't offset every single like cost and I couldn't get back to where I wanted. So I really beat myself up about it because, you know, I just always think to myself, like, if I was just a little happier, if I was just a little bit more like disciplined, I would be able to afford things because I would work a little harder. I would do things a lot better. I would be more consistent. I'd be more organized with things. Like, in, if only I could just get past my own convictions about myself and get out of bed without feeling like crap, you know, would, like, would I be able to be in a better position? Absolutely. I really firmly believe this, but the position I am right now is the best mental health I think I've been in a while and actually best physical health I've been in a while even though like my doctor would argue but I feel like I'm more active I'm doing more things like like um I'm not being as creative as I used to I think that's something that I'd like to uh, touch upon later it's a it's a part of my life that is very dear to me the creative side of myself but I find myself losing interest very quickly in projects. For example, I recorded um, many videos, but I'm still not uploading them to YouTube. I'm not like finishing them up because I'm feeling like disinterested in the project after a while. I'm like nitpicking at everything. I'm feeling like that's not okay. This is a stupid concept. It's not funny. People are going to hate it. All kinds of things. And that's why, again, I love Twitch so much because I can just stream and and that's it. I don't have to think. I don't have to think. I don't have to do anything. There's no planning involved. It's just me, myself, and I 
planning it with actually, <laughs> that's not true anymore. I actually have a very nice, nice people that help give me ideas as well for what to stream. And it's usually like common interest, right? So, which is really nice. Um, kind of forgot where I was going with this. Oh yeah. Well, so like I'm going to lose that in March. And so that's something like I have to make up a difference of a lot of money. Uh, so like instead of making about like $2,600. So for full transparency, I got a thousand dollars a month to help pay with fees and stuff like that and like extra things. Um, it does help because it usually is the portion that helps me, um, cover the rent, especially because every month I have like a new debt. So I have credit card debt, I have business debt, and I have a couple like accounts owing from running that business from different things. Um, so like the business that I would classify as like me owing tax from my business. That's what I mean when I, when I was saying that. And then the rest is, like, from, like, the storage units and stuff like that and, like, getting invoices. I have WSIB calling my ass 24-7. I make partial payments. I can hardly afford to, like, keep up. And it didn't help very much um, being knocked off my feet for six weeks back in June when I had my initial head injury and trauma and <laughs> all the fun stuff there. And then... Um, of course, it, it this is trigger, so you can skip uh, a few seconds ahead. But you know, when I, the suicidal thoughts definitely were something that were um, very strong this year. I've tried to keep it lighthearted. This whole podcast is about trying to be happy. But if you don't try to acknowledge what's making you sad as well, you will very seldom get out of your funk. And that's why, again, I'm very thankful that I do talk on a recorder for this kind of shit so that I can really dissect the way that I've been feeling and come to terms with the fact that it was okay to feel that way but at some point I have to move the fuck on I have to move forward I have to persevere or else it's just all gonna be my emotions running me down and I just I just think that there's a lot of opportunities that have opened up for me this year like you know, this job that I'm working at, even though it's just a warehouse, it's just a simple job. The people I've met there have been phenomenal, except for the political motherfucker. <laughs> it's It's been really great. I've met people. I definitely need to work on giving people time and rethinking how I think of friendships because... I have such a toxic view of them and I'm so afraid of them now that I really just stay away and it's not true to my nature. Like I want to be there. I want to be going to these parties. I got invited to so many things this year. I just declined absolutely every single one left and right. I would rather sit down and stream than like with people that I don't know and then you know, people on stream at the same time, the more they get to know me, the more they see me, the more, like, you know, the deeper connection is made without, without, like, me knowing. Um, it's just a natural occurrence, right? You know, the more you spend time with people, the more, like, you, you have a, a deeper bond. And I think that the people that in in real life that I see all the time, like my coworkers, for example, 
they really do deserve a lot. Um, they've helped me through a lot more than they know. I gave everyone like little cards, kind of pouring my heart out. <laughs> it sounds cringy, but really I love giving cards. I love it. It's the best way for me to express how I truly feel. Because um, I find that I'm a, a jokey kind of person to most people. So, because I'm always joking, maybe they don't understand, like, the weight of my words, but I truly mean, um, what I say to people, especially, like, when I'm being sincere and my tone of voice changes. <laughs> I, I think in writing, especially, like, seeing it written down, it confirms that they're not mishearing me. That they understand, like, I value them, I respect them, and I and I love having them in my life. And so, I, I do appreciate that. I appreciate cards that are well thought out as well for myself. I hate those Christmas cards that are like, Merry Christmas, wish you the best, and this is just their name. Like, on the corner. That's it. I mean, the gift can be thought out. But, you know, there's nothing more impactful to me than than hearing the words of affirmation that's what i need because my whole life being told that i'm a fucking useless piece of shit and that i am the worst person in the world or i'm like the most selfish or i'm the most like um spoiled or the most like angry and being told, like, all these negative things my whole life, you know, I really value positive language to me. I really do. And I respect anyone that speaks to me in that way far more. Um, do I like to tease others? Yeah, I do. The more I like you, the more I like to tease you. Do I go too far? Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes you need to tone it down. That's also something to work on as well going moving forward um but yeah that's that's something I'm, I'm afraid of i don't know where the money is going to come from being twitch affiliate would help that's why i don't want to be stupid and not be an affiliate if i could get a few dollars 10 15 dollars helps um i know it might not sound like it does but it fucking helps it really does because if i pay my car payment or whatever and I can't afford to buy a simple, like, like eggs and bread. 15 bucks will help me a lot. So, and I've been there several times this past year where it's just, like, eggs and bread. This, like, how would I live on? Eggs, bread, and tomatoes. The, the strongest, the strongest combination for my ass when I'm broke. Um, yeah. And being behind on rent right now has just been stressful because I have to mes message my like landlords and it's something that makes me super uncomfortable. I'm also afraid this year of where I'm going to end up living because I clearly cannot live here. I don't feel welcome where I live. I have to take legal action against them still. I'm so nervous to fill out the forms. This is the problem with me. Like I'm so good at standing up for myself when it's like in the heat of things, but I'm so awful at like Standing up for myself when it's, like, legal action should be taken. Like, the mold in my apartment, for example, is very concerning and it's something I should take care of right away. But I was supposed to complain about that in October. It's now December and it's almost January. <laughs> so, um, don't know if that's gonna go very well when I do submit the claim. But anyways, I hope it does. And 
Um, you know, I have to think about selling my car. It's too expensive. The upkeep is just not worth it. I, I'm really curious on how I'm going to afford all these changes. I'm not in contact with my family anymore. So I'm afraid of like, like, what is it that will happen when I need to uh, change out my car or I need help with something, you know, like uh, I don't really have the avenue. Not that they were helping me very much before, but like, you know, I have, oh, I also owe a sibling money still because like, it was a little long story. Maybe I did mention it, but I'm not quite sure. But yeah, like, you know, it's just my family and money the the hardest thing and like you could be really doing your best but the day you ask for help is the day you are in everyone's eyes useless and not worth very much until you pay it back and then like of course people will respect you and like like you again but until you you do like my whole family just ostracizes like ostracizes everyone um a really toxic family. I fucking hate my family. <laughs> Except for my dad. As sometimes my brother. I give my brother shit, but I do respect him. It's just, you know, he's younger than me. He's going through different things than me. We have different, different parents, I would say. Like, we have the same parents, but the stages of life that they're in right now, very different. And so the the mom and dad I grew up with are completely different from the mom and dad he knows. So it's very hard for me and him to like see eye to eye on a couple of topics. So staying away is better because it's I don't want to influence him any more than I already have. And I want him to create his own being and mine. I'm just afraid. Here's another one that like... I'm going to miss out on a really big milestone for him this year. He'll be graduating from high school. And I want to show up for him, but I'm not sure how that would go. I know that me and my brother have unconditional... Like, I at least have unconditional love for my brother. There's a lot of things my brother can say to me, do to me, but I will always love him and respect him um, because I think he's growing up to be a fine, a fine young man. And I think that he deserves to have good things and good people in his life. And that just because I suffered doesn't mean that he has to suffer as well. And I shouldn't bring up stuff to him all the time. I'd love for him to understand me a little bit, to empathize or sympathize with me. But unfortunately, it's just not how the cookie crumbles. And maybe one day... We could see eye to eye or just agree to disagree because, you know, sometimes it's not worth it. You don't have much time in this life and, you know, every day I question whether the next day will be my last. And I think that's also something that has pushed me to keep going in a way. Like, it's weird. It's weird that it does because of... Because... I have a sense of hopelessness, but then at the same time, like, it's what also has pushed me because I think that, you know, if I was to go, I would, I would wish there was a little bit more to me than just being a sad person and just being, like, upset. Of course, I can't control it. There have been times when, like, my emotions have completely run me over and I completely forget 
my sense of thought. I think that's what it means to be out of your sanity for sure is when you're in those moments of like extreme emotional panic or extreme emotional like um, sadness and the the logic you have you can't even think outside of the box like the optimism it just leaves completely from you and 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 that's terrifying and I don't want to lose that either like I I don't want twitch I don't want discord I don't want my real life job to become things that like I won't even like have as a positive outlet because my real life job is a physical one it helps me think it helps me go through like the motions of things is it something that I'm completely happy with no I'd rather do a job that pays me way more and also like is closer to me (laughs) that way I don't have to commute all the time because commuting is costing a lot of money Although I do love working there. But then at the same time, I've got to think about where I'm moving and the expenses that way. So there's there's a lot going on. I'm also afraid of like what friendships I will lose because I have unfortunately been an awful person this year. There's not much I can say for forgiveness when I've just been a complete asshole. You know, there's one thing to ghost people, there's another thing to just completely, like, write off their existence. And as, like, they don't actually care about me before giving them even a chance. I truly feel like I've really played the asshole card this year. So, but, you know, here here's the other problem I have is, like, people are always telling me I'm so nice. And I'm really confused sometimes about it. I don't get it. I really don't. Um, I feel like I I think a lot of um, of myself like I have a by like oh it's by nature. I'm like this by nature, but like really, there's nothing about me that's by nature. I am so easily influenced by so many factors in my life that it's just. It's just me. Like, I'm just a reactionary person, I guess. Like, I just react to things. And then as they come, like, I, I let them go or I keep them with me. It's one or the other. I need to definitely let go of a lot of things. I like to sell stuff uh, online as well. Like, I have a lot of clothing. I want to donate some. I'll, like, I've already donated a lot, okay? To be quite honest with you, I've donated, like, maybe six or seven bags of clothing. I told you I'm a baby hoarder. I would love to like really not minimalize it, but but like to get to a point where I have the necessities that I have and then extras, like some extras. I love to do like something like my craft area is like just crafts. And it's organized. I know where things are. And then I love to get rid of all these bottles of, like, creams and lotions I don't use. And, like, um, hair products. God, I fucking never do my hair. So, like, it's so funny that I even own hair products. And the makeup, of course. I gotta completely actually get rid of a lot of makeup. Because most of it has expired or, like, gotten really gross. Because in 2020 and up till now 
I never really had an opportunity to like wear a lot of makeup. I love makeup. I actually uh, dabble in special effects makeup. Uh, I have a goal of mine to one day post on my Instagram with some some makeup looks and some fit looks, you know, fit check, jeez. But those are things that I think I don't want to make goals for myself because I already have a lot of things I have to work on and work through. So um, here are the positives. Let's switch. Let's, let's switch the language, okay? Uh, here are the positives. This year, I was on Twitch. It started off really dark, depressing, and lonely. I am so happy I continued on. I have a beautiful community of people that I can talk to. And although I have a contradiction in my feelings about Twitch and Discord and uh, like how deep that I will go with the relationship, I cannot put into words how much I value them as part of my life. And I really thank every single one of them. Uh, whether they're just entering my Twitch world or not. Uh, like, thank you so much for allowing me to express myself and have fun and learn new things. Um, it's been an eye-opening kind of year for me, so I I just really can't express it anymore. Like, I'm so thankful that I can have Wi-Fi to connect with different people and really get away from things, so... I'm, I'm really happy for that. I'm happy I became an affiliate at the same time. I know that it's not going to mean very much to me financially wise, but it, it is nice. It is, it is, it is nice to see the numbers actually like have gone up significantly since I first started. It's, it'll be, it, I think it has been a year now. It's been a year since I've streamed officially. I think my anniversary would have been on December 24th. So yeah. It's been a year of streaming, which was interesting. Uh, Twitch has impacted me in more ways than one that I didn't even know. And I'm only a small streamer. Uh, also, like, this podcast, this podcast has been a success in in my opinion. You know, there's not many people that listen to it, but there's enough people that I feel like, you know, I am allowed to be creative, and it's nice to, to know that I can put my voice out there and it's just really nice it's comforting it's comforting to know there's somewhere i can go um and speak my mind another thing is therapy therapy has been very successful uh i was very off put by it for a while i didn't feel comfortable but at some point i really needed to realize to myself that i need help and i need to do what's best uh, for my interest and for the future that I would like, not the future that I'm setting myself up for. So, um, I'm really thankful. My therapist will never hear this, but my therapist, thank you so much for not being, um, someone who is judgmental and an asshole. There's a discord, (laughs) but thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate all the, like, little nuances and the advice because instead of, like, giving me, like, assignments or like uh telling me that I shouldn't think a certain way you just listen and that's something that no one has given me 
for a long time, not even the people that I've known for, for a long time. I'm also thankful to the friends I met at my previous job <laughs> at, a, at a different warehouse. Oh my god, I love, I love, love, love them. No one has kept me more accountable than those two ladies. I love them so much. I really hope all the best for them and that they really like just thrive in whatever career changes and and uh, opportunities they get handed to them. I'm really happy and thankful for that. Um, that was a success for me is having like genuine friendships. So uh, I feel like I did win in that department, even though I've been losing in the other relationships in my life. Um, so I'm happy at least two of them are quite have gone quite well and another thing that I'm really happy for um and that I think I've done pretty successful is actually downsizing even though I tell myself that it's a mess in here everything sucks I've downsized a lot of things in my apartment it feels a lot less crowded it's messy I'm not gonna lie it's a little dirty (laughs) I'm a teenage boy but the thing is is I, I don't know, I just, I just feel as though I've done a lot and my space is slowly, it's looking exactly like how my mind is a mess and a hurricane, but a little less crowded than before, so which is really nice. Another thing I'm really thankful for is cutting off my family. I know a lot of people will give me flack for it and not spending time with the people that are your family because you only have one and that blood is thicker and blah 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 and like you know you mentioned your dad is elderly and why don't you spend time with him nothing more so than having peace of mind of not being told you're less than or worthless or you're garbage or hearing the drama from years gone past like nothing like that this year um, has compared to the peace of mind that I've had sitting at home, enjoying my birthday by myself, enjoying the new year, the Christmas, being thankful for people who do appreciate me as a person and a human being. I felt like I didn't have to act like I was super like ghetto, like my sisters. I didn't have to act like I was super, um, smart or intellectual, or I didn't have to act like I just could be me, who I am as a person. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, I'm thankful for my dad for being understanding that we did get to spend a lot of time with each other this year. I'm I'm disappointed with how things, like, ended off, but I'm really looking forward to, like, how things will progress. That way I can have him in my life again, but in a way where I'm strong enough to not listen to the things happening in my family in the background and getting influenced and getting involved in drama because there's no sense in becoming an angry person. I want to break this cycle very badly, very, very badly. And I think that I'm actively taking steps towards that. So I'm super, super happy. I think that was a very successful thing for me this year. Uh, Also, my time management of my organization has gone up, I would say. Has it been completely organized? No. But have I been uh, like very consistently, I would say quite consistently, uh, keeping up with my journal and keeping up with my agenda. Yes. 
I have been. And I feel like it's been it's been a great outlet for me to really like hash out my thoughts and ideas. I feel like that's great. There's a lot of things, of course, that I have not done. Like, for example, like the landlord thing. But I have... I have hope for myself that, like, I could, you know, uh, continue, keep building on the, these foundations that I've I've built this year with family, my mental health, my organization, and continue to um, grow each segment so far. And that way, next year, when I reflect on it, I can see, okay, there's a 20% increase here, the 50% increase here. You're doing great. You're doing the best you can and with what you got. So I'm really thankful for that. And um, what else? Uh, I think that's all. I think that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm really happy that I'm also here. I'm very happy I'm here. There are a lot of moments this year, especially in the last six months, that have been upsetting for me I had to take breaks from things like for example I had to step away for a week from from twitch because real life was getting so overwhelming and my mood was so off and I feel like I have a bit more knowledge of when to seek immediate attention for things um so the warning signs are a little more uh like preemptive which is good for me and for other people as well i i really hope next year i will be in a place where i don't have as many dark thoughts and that i can continue on and make other people happy and have i don't know i just i just i just hope that like i can continue things like this so these are creative outlets that are fun for me. Maybe the way that things will look in a year from now will be completely different from how it is this year, like starting to like end, you know, we'll see this podcast, the way that it changed, changes could look, uh, (laughs) English, the way that this podcast looks will change probably. Um, because there's a lot of people I'm interested in having as guests onto my podcast, And I'm very interested in um, also, like, reformatting the way that I talk on the podcast. And Twitch is is just the way that it is. I, I think it's good. But this podcast will have a little bit of rework to it here and there. Um, If anyone has feedback for me or wants to, like... I don't know, talk about something or interested in coming on and talking about things like, you know, hit me up. I have my Instagram, Soggy Socks. And, you know, you can talk. But yeah, that's it. I hope everyone has a happy new year. And, you know, I have a lot of fears going into the new year, but I think they're all things that are very achievable and things that I can get over. And uh, so hopefully, you know, the finances next year will be a little bit more manageable and then uh, I will have a lot more time to reflect and do things that are meaningful to me. 
without subjecting myself to pain. Like, for example, having to work a 12-hour shift, which I'll be doing in about eight hours from now. So, yeah. Happy New Year.